Hey, welcome to the Stinky Tofu Podcast. I'm your host, Daniela Furtado, and this is episode number five. Wow, we're halfway through the first season. The topic of this episode is eating like a local, and I spoke to Violette about it. Violette is a Parisian and the founder of Je Parle Cuisine. I totally butchered the pronunciation. <laughs> it's a project that offers experiences around the French food culture and language. Violette has been traveling around the world, cooking and teaching people about French cuisine. And in this episode, we talk about what it means to eat like a local and what authenticity means. It's a really interesting conversation and we have some really big questions that we pretty much couldn't answer. But maybe this is interesting for you to ask yourself these questions and start conversations with your friends and family. You can find the show notes on our website, stinkytofufoodtalks.com. And if you like this episode, please do leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you are listening. Your feedback and support really helps us produce more episodes. So yeah, I hope you like it. I'm super excited because I'm uh, talking to Violette, a friend of mine, about authenticity in tourism. And this is a conversation we've had a lot, like for hours and hours and hours. Thank you so much, Violette, for, for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your project, Je Pal Cuisine? I didn't pronounce that well. It was perfect. <laughs> um, thank you very much, Daniela, for having me. I'm very excited. Uh, I love Stinky Tough Project. Um, so my name is Violette. I'm French, and I founded Je Parle Cuisine in January 2019. Um, so... About myself, uh, well, I love food. I love to talk about food. I think that's why I'm here with you today. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to create something that uh, link my uh, patients about food, uh, languages, and um, and culture, worldwide culture, and local ones. Um, I, I truly believe in the in the power of food uh, to connect people. Um, to share, to, to spread like amazing values. I think it's like mm -hmm. very, like a universal uh, thing that can truly connect and help uh, uh, people to understand each other. Um, so about my project, Je Parle Cuisine, um, my goal at, at the beginning uh, is, well, initially is to um, teach French through the food, the French food culture. Mm -hmm. Um, but I found on my way that there are many people interested that are not exactly uh, willing to learn French. Mm -hmm. So that, that was very interesting because some French people wanted to be part of it and some people that don't speak French wanted to be part of it. Mm -hmm. um, so now I'm extending it to more like um, a live experience, mm -hmm. an authentic live experience. Yeah. Um, into the French food world, right? That, that would be like the the. So it's it's uh, it's very immersive. Mm -hmm. um, so we can we cook, we try, we observe. We it's a multi sensorial experience, mm -hmm. and I'm on the pilot uh, phase. Yes, yes, say, yeah. And I will end it in July and. 
and then we'll see where where we go but that's that, that's the initial spe- speech you have a lot of contact with international people and and this project yeah. is for international people well initially it was i remember when i first met you uh you came to one of the in-person stinky tofu events about authenticity and yeah. the reason you you told me that you went was that um, people have this idea of what french authentic french food is and it doesn't match with your vision and the the food experience the french food experience you want to provide can you tell me what you told me that first day <laughs> I, i remember we talked about spinach uh croissant do you remember no no <laughs> tell me what, what spinach croissant? <laughs> because uh for, for us for, for french people croissant is always like a viennoiserie like something we have for ah, yes. breakfast or maybe for goûter like like the afternoon like the tea time no the mm-hmm. french tea time And then when we go abroad, we see like spinach, um, croissant is used like in salty way. Right. Uh, so with the stuff with the spinach and cheese and, uh, and I don't know. And sometimes they put the croissant, uh, like, like, like a bread, yes. it, like next to the plate when you're eating meat or, or fish. Like for me, it's insane <laughs> <laughs> for any, for any French people, I think it's insane. And also you told me that people, when they heard about a French food experience, they thought of champagne and pastries and just very oh, high yeah. class, right? But yeah. you have a different, or you, I'm not sure if this is still the vision that you want, because I know you're, you're finishing this pilot uh, phase, but what is the f- authentic, quote unquote, authentic French experience that you had in mind? Yeah, you're totally right. When, when people think about French food, They think about a very sophisticated food. Um, they think about champagne. They think about macaron. They think about foie gras, like very luxury, luxury products, very expensive, uh, very high level. Mm-hmm. And what I want to show um, to the world, uh, or at least the people I come to my experience, is that it's it's very basic food like it's 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 family food mm-hmm. it's um it's not it's not about uh, having the most expensive products and giving the most uh, luxury experience it's just about sharing and in france we, we we cook all together all the time mm-hmm. we speak about food all the time and that's the french food experience for me um then i think that um like Escoffier and, and, and those, those chefs, like legendary chefs that, mm-hmm. that started with the, the real um, gastronomy and, 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 and like the, the organization in the kitchen, you right. know, like uh, Escoffier really like, re, do you say revolution, revolution, the, 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 the dynamic in a kitchen. Yeah, organized It's like a, maybe like a military system with the brigade, like the brigade uh, in charge of the cooking the meat and the other part of the sauce. And the other part of the pâtisserie. So yeah, maybe they were very like. Pion- do you say pionier? Like pionier? Like uh, pioneer? Like, yeah, exactly. Thanks. And that, that's why maybe like France started to have this um, very high level uh, uh, image. But I think any any cooking uh, any any country could, could have this 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 position. It's just that we came first. In, in the history, mm-hmm. but then, I don't know, like, uh, 
all, all the foods are, are really good. Yeah, yeah. We absolutely. have really good products and and and. But I, I'm not like a you know like cheerleading for my food all the time. <laughs> I, I love all kind of foods. Really. Yeah, yeah. I I know that you love to travel and you love going to to markets in different countries. So. So yes, I, from what I've known with you, yes, I know that you're a lover of all foods. Um, so today I really want to talk about authenticity and Taurus, right? Um, how do you how do you kind of meet these expectations or satisfy Taurus when they want luxurious, luxurious French food, but you want to give them that authentic experience? How do you kind of... I don't know, how do you satisfy them or how do you explain to them that's not the authentic French experience? Hmm. I think it's, it's it's very hard because it's all about expectation. Mm-hmm. So when you have expectation in life, like in any subject, food or anything, you're 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 disappointed when, when you don't meet them, right? Mm-hmm. So there, there's kind of a, a food expectation when you travel somewhere because you want to meet your cliche. Like if you go to France, you want... To have your croissant, you have you want to see French people with the beret and the baguette <laughs> under 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 the arm, and it's like okay, I'm Parisian, I love it. it's true we eat a lot of bread and bread is truly good in France, but that's not why I'm walking all the all the, all the city with my with my baguette like this, you know, it's so yeah it's it's it, it's about it's about expectation I think and about like authenticity and 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 tourism. I think it's it's like a how do you say like like chicken and egg? Yeah. Because, like what came first? Because, yeah, because uh, tourists look for authenticity mm-hmm. and authenticity runs away from tourists. Mm-hmm. So you think it's a contradiction? But, it's not a contradiction because because one of like tourists want authenticity but authenticity doesn't want tourists. So it's like it's <laughs> like, you know? So I, and why don't it, you think authentic? Uh, sorry, but why don't you think authenticity wants tourists? Because there, there is maybe like we think that if there is tourists, then there is no more authenticity. Mm. Uh, for example, if if you go to a truly good um, Italian restaurant in a very small town in Toscana, for example. Mm-hmm. And you go for the first time and you eat like this amazing ragu pasta. Mm-hmm. And then two years after you arrive and there is a lot of uh, tourists from all over the world taking Instagram uh, stories. Yeah. Uh, you will be like, oh, no, this is no more authentic. Right. So I think it's a vision because maybe the food is exactly the same and the, and the owner is the same and the cook is the same and everything is just the same as when you went two years before. But... It it's just less authentic for you right. or for me. Yeah, especially for the the locals. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and well, okay. So there's this big debate on Instagram, uh, this geotagging debate. So when you find a really cool place, um, mm. there's a there's a debate on whether or not you should share the location on social media or not. What do you think about that? Do you think that we should preserve the location, make it a secret, or share it with the world? That's that's such a difficult question because when I find a truly good place, I want I I, I can be a little bit selfish and I want to to keep it on my own and, and not and not just tell my best friends and and, and go there. But I, I won't like to have all, all like I don't know 
an ocean of tourists going to this little place I, I like. But at the same time, I would like to 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 make the owner of the great of this great place a little bit more uh, famous and, yeah. and, and, and 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 you know because he deserves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that that's a huge question. I think I I, I, I don't have the answer. It mm-hmm. depends a lot about the the context. If it's if it's a very small restaurant and uh, I don't know. It it I mean it definitely influences when what we see on Instagram and on especially on Instagram I think I'm, I'm not very uh um I I don't see very much like on Facebook this kind of of, of no. information but no. if I see like someone that I consider have a, a good food taste mm-hmm. and I see he's going to a place and he say oh my god this is amazing then I I think I would like to go. And and then I won't be the, the only one. So then we'll be more and more and more. And he, if like this Instagrammer, this influencer is putting that on Instagram uh, because he thinks it's a very authentic place, that non-touristic, then <laughs> then it would be lost. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it really hurts the. I'm just playing devil devil's advocate because I, I don't yeah. know the answer either. But there is something called the Oprah curse, and it's when Oprah recommends something, then those businesses really struggle because they get a huge wave of customers that they, they're not prepared for. They don't have the systems in place to prepare for that. And so I imagine it's the same for big social media influencers when they recommend a food destination, uh, a restaurant, uh, a market, whatever it is. Maybe those places are not prepared. But does that is that enough of a reason to not share it on social media? I'm not sure. I I do. My I have a private Instagram account, so I mean I share it with, and I have no problem with that. Um, but yeah, is it going to make that place less authentic if we if we write blog posts about it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this is like beyond but it's, me. It's like it's a very difficult question. Like, like you say, on my personal Instagram, it doesn't matter because I don't have a thousand of followers that it's not going to collapse the, mm-hmm. the, the place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you're like, if I was really, really, really famous, would I do it? No, no. Mm-hmm. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> For now. <laughs> For now. Speaking of social media and Instagram, how do you think social media has influenced the, the food that you eat and the restaurants that you go to as a tourist? Um, you mean like as a tourist in another city or even in in my city? Because I think I have a different approach. Like, I think I would follow uh, Instagrammer advice in my city because Mm -hmm. uh, I know them. I know where they, I I, I can see the kind of place where they go and I know it. And I know if it's like, no, this kind of, of, of guy go to very posh places that I won't like yeah. or this guy is going to, I don't know. But if, if it's about like another city, I don't know, then I won't see the, um, the nuances. The, 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 yeah. The kind of, but like for tourism in, in abroad, I'm very classic. Uh, I just, uh, read my guide, follow my instincts. I, I, I just go, go with the nose, like on, on the air and smell good, good, good flavors. Good, uh-huh. good. When it's more, it smells good. Then you just walk the door. You see where local goes. Yeah, I, I'm very like traditional in that way when I when I go abroad. Um, and when it when it's about, uh, for example, in my case, Paris or Madrid, mm-hmm. that city where I know the neighborhood, mm-hmm. I know 
the places I know mm, like the the, the, the the taste of people yeah uh, then yes I I think it influences me a lot right when you travel do you search for an authentic experience uh, yes yeah uh, but you know on, on, you mean on on internet no in general mm -hmm. so you said that when you travel you kind of you you travel with your nose or with your senses and you go with your yeah. intuition uh, but do you think deep down you're looking for that authentic experience whatever totally. authentic is yeah whatever what, whatever authentic <laughs> is uh yes i'm 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 trying to have like a local experience mm -hmm. uh i'm i'm trying to to avoid tourists that's why i love to go to the market not like to uh For example, in Madrid to Mercado San Miguel, which is like a, a totally touristy place, but more like in a um, local areas. place. Yeah, and then you can talk to people and you can ask them, okay, where did, can you find the best uh, tortilla here in the neighborhood? Where where can you find? And sometimes you have like amazing recommendations. Yes, I love doing that. So when we went to, I think we went to Porto. Yeah, so my, my family's Portuguese, but my parents are Azorian from the from the islands. So I really, up to, I think three years ago, before I moved to Spain, I knew nothing about continental Portugal. And I didn't have any friends. I had no source of, uh, like, I, I couldn't ask anyone for recommendations. And I didn't want to go to the typical blogs or, or local guides. So I remember we were in Porto. And we asked a police officer. We were hungry and we said, okay, let's eat around here. But where do we go? I don't know. Instead of like looking it up on, on Google Maps or on our phones, we asked the, luckily I speak Portuguese. I don't know if you could do this in every destination you go to. But I went up to the police officer and I said, hey, where we feel like eating chicken, where, where's the best place to go? And he gave us instructions and it was incredible. It was affordable. It was The service was great. The wine was amazing. And I thought, this is the best travel advice I have <laughs> to get that real. I, I, I'm kind of sick of the word authentic. But yeah, to get a, a really unique experience. I think that's the point. Because even if like the guy that is uh, telling you the advice is not from the place, but you know, he, you know, he's been living there and he knows mm. and That's 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 the important thing, and not to, not because it's the most beautiful place or 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 mm. like trend trendy place, mm -hmm. just because it's really good. Yeah, just by itself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you think that when people travel, they look for an quote unquote authentic experience because they want to show off? Because to them, it's kind of like a status symbol. Maybe going to that trendy place and getting a nice Instagram photo is the equivalent of getting a Chanel bag. Do you think some people see it like that? Totally, yeah? I, I, I totally believe it. Um, actually, when when like uh, social media weren't like that uh, strong, mm -hmm. um, I traveled with some friends in Indonesia, and I was truly like the only really really interested about uh, trying all the time Indonesian food. And after maybe uh, 10 days, they were like really sick uh, about like, not sick, but like they, they, they don't, they, they didn't want any more food. Like, um, what was the name of the Indonesian food? Like, um, oh, mierda. 
<laughs> I remember. It's a fried rice or a fried mi it's mi goreng or or nasi goreng. Okay. This is like a very typical um, Indonesian thing. And I remember I, I, I could eat it like for all the months we were there. And they were just they, they didn't want they were looking like for club sandwich. Uh -huh. But that wasn't like at the Instagram era. So it wasn't it wasn't uh, it was okay because nobody was showing it, you know? So what but did then they, I, I what did they want to I take a photo that, of? Sorry, what did they no, want to they, take? No, they didn't want to take any picture because oh. Instagram didn't didn't exist at that time. Oh, okay, okay. It was like it was okay not to 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 look for authentic ah. experience at that time. But okay. I think that now, if we would be like traveling like this, like they they they, they, they won't they, they wouldn't put on on Instagram like their club sandwich in mm -hmm. Indonesia. They would be like like maybe a bit shameful, like mm -hmm. like oh. She's not. She's not looking for the mm -hmm. authentic experience. Yeah. And so, like, just to like to visualize uh, like the the contrast between doing it just to be seen as like a cool person mm -hmm. or doing it really because of an interest. Yeah. And like my friends, they didn't have any interest of being cool or trying the local food, and they were eating club sandwich. And I didn't have any interest of or being cool because interest in, in, uh, Instagram wasn't working at the time, mm -hmm. but I really wanted to eat all that. And I really ate Indonesian during one month without showing it to, to any place in the world. Yeah. Today is a bit different. You can't say I'm like, I'm, I'm taking play photos of, of everything I eat. It's, it's, <laughs> it's horrible for my friends really, but I really do have an amazing interest on it. Yeah. Before we, we finish, I want to ask you, what does authentic food mean to you? Oh, <laughs> this is such a hard question. Uh, my my idea of authentic food is always changing from today and versus tomorrow. I may have two completely different answers. Uh, well, I, I remember the stinky tofu food talk we had uh, mm -hmm. some months ago. It was amazing. It was so interesting. Because you 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 ask us, uh, Daniela, to, to to write down on little papers yeah. what was authentic, what was authenticity, right, for right. us? And then we, we had to turn back the little papers, yeah, and yeah. and at the end we could we could show to the to, to the to the people what we, we wrote down, and, and and I was like, oh no, I wrote. At the end, I, I totally changed my mind. Yeah. It was oh no. <laughs> so most of the people we we wrote something like natural products. Uh, local food, yeah. um, traditional food, um, the food of our grandmother, mm -hmm. um, the, the food of the earth, uh, like, like something very, very associated to the past right. and to the to the place, right? right. Like like very here and um, and, and not taking um, not taking into consideration the evolution of the food. And it was very interesting because at the end it's. A very um, how do you say that subjective notion, right? Yes, it's a absolutely. very subjective thing. We all have our definition of authenticity because it depends on what we were um, uh, like rise when we were a child, right? When we were a child, yeah. So if I had uh, when I was a child uh, an amazing coquillette, which is like a very small. French pasta with uh, beurre salé, so like the salty, the salty uh, butter in France. Then I would be like, no, this is an authentic uh, uh, 
chill like children dish in France. But mm-hmm. what if my friend has puree with a sausage? I mean, yeah. this is my version. This is my interpretation of authenticity, and um, it's so hard to to define it. Yeah. Do, do you have a definition right now uh, after all this 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 food? No. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes I think authenticity is overrated. I think it's meaningless sometimes as well because of what you said. It depends on every person and every, and sometimes depending on what phase of life you're in. So, and but maybe that's just an easy answer. Maybe it's just easy to say authentic. That's that means nothing. <laughs> so that yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that means nothing. But at the same time, uh. I'm questioning myself because when I define my project, I use a lot this meanless expression, mm-hmm. uh, such as uh, experience and authenticity, because mm-hmm. it works. You yeah. know, like in it, if it's if, if it like if it's the oh merde. like if there was a little button in in your brain that if you mention the word authenticity and experience and live and uh, then people will like it. Yeah, for tourists or for marketing in general, it, they work. They're, I don't know why, but they're powerful words when it comes yeah. to to marketing. Maybe because they they communicate connection, human connection, or something that totally. is emotional that we're looking for. Um, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know why. I'm sure there is some psychological explanation for it. So I, I, I'm sure it's connected to that. To uh, it's maybe like the, a consequence of the digital world. Like we, yeah. there's an like there's a strong appeal for 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 real things, for life things, for 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 experimental things. Mm-hmm. People want to connect, so it's like they want to to yeah to connect physically, to be in the same place with real people, and and, and to live real sensations and, and emotions and absolutely I, I, yeah. Okay, well, this has been awesome. This was a really, it's a difficult conversation to have, but I'm glad that we had it. And I, I hope this makes people think about it because it's, um, it's worth thinking about. And it's, I, I think it definitely changes the way you eat and the way you travel uh, when you kind of have a, a better idea of what authenticity means. Before we finish, um, Violet, tell us, where can we find you online? Okay, so at the moment I have an Instagram account. It's called Je Parle Cuisine. So J-E-P-A-R-L-E-C-U-I-S-I-N-E. Uh-huh. Okay, awesome. Um, and we will have a very soon a website. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. And uh, I'll see you soon. I'll see you off, off the mic, I'm sure, shortly. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Daniela. It's been amazing for me too.